started. I'm just going to hop right in. Why don't we just start with the overview of African swine fever and the impacts that this could have on our industry? Thank you for um, allowing me the opportunity to talk about African swine fever and how we can protect America's pigs. It is a highly contagious disease that can cause acute death in pigs, um, rapid death. Um, it's already been devastating pork industries and economies in countries around the globe. Um, and if it were detected in the United States, it would ravage our swan population and our export trade in pork. So while it doesn't impact human health, um, it can be uh, very dangerous and deadly to swan populations. And USDA Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service is hosting its annual African Swine Fever Action Week. What is that? The African Swine Fever Action Week is an opportunity for us to share information about what we're doing to prevent African swine fever from the United States and what others can do to help us stop the spread of this disease, particularly producers and those working with uh, swine who might have the opportunity to protect our pigs. And this is coming after the North American African Swine Fever Forum. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and the goals around that? The North American African Swine Fever Forum is an opportunity for us to work very closely with our neighbors in Canada and Mexico um, around pre preparedness and prevention measures. Um, this forum that was just held is the third in a series, um, and we've been talking about the actions that each of our countries are taking um, to prevent the introduction to African swine fever and how we might support each other and work together um, to ensure that we can continue um, trade in pork and pork products between our three countries um, and help each other protect against the uh, incursion of African swine fever. So after these conversations, would you say that the three countries are on the same page or are, still, are there still things that we can learn from each other to work to prevent this disease? Yes, um, the three countries have quite a bit in common and um, some very consistent plans for um, detecting the virus um, and for stamping it out if it does um, enter into one of the North American countries. Of course, there's always a benefit to us continuing to talk with each other about um, any new um, tools that we think we might want to use or, or any um, changes that we might see in addition to just preparing and exercising together so that we can um, be very clear on who's going to communicate what in a time of an emergency response. There has been some detections of this disease close to the U.S., not quite in the U.S. Is there, have we been able to kind of knock that down? Are we still worried about that entering because of how close it is? Certainly we do have concerns about the virus being in um, the Caribbean and the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Um, that is very close to us, and we've added measures to our preventative measures to try to uh, protect ourselves from any virus moving from those countries. We established what is known as a protection zone for the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico because they are so close and have so much traffic from those other countries. The protection zone increases our surveillance and our vigilance and helps us to uh, ensure that we aren't receiving any product that might be dangerous into those territories. So we're constantly learning a lot about this disease as especially with all these conversations that we've been having with all other countries as well as seeing this disease play out in other countries across the world as well. What are some of the latest information we're finding? 
Yes, we appreciate the opportunities that we have to work with other countries and understand what has been happening with this virus in those countries to help us better prepare. We have seen some changes in the virus um, and seen it behave um, a little bit differently in different countries. So understanding that more clearly helps us know exactly what signs we might need to look for in any um, pigs here in the United States. And we do have information about those kinds of clinical signs on our website, www.aphis.usda.gov backslash protect our pigs. If producers are interested in reviewing any of that information and making sure that they know exactly what to look for in their own pigs. So speaking about farmers and measures that we can take, what are some of the measures and is there anything new that we're learning we can implement on the farm level to avoid the spread of this disease? The most important thing that any farmer can do is to practice really good biosecurity to ensure that um, no accidental movement brings um, disease into their animals. And so uh, just separation and good biosecurity is really important for all types of producers and all kinds of pigs, um, even pet pigs, because people can move the virus around on their clothing or on equipment without um, even knowing that they're doing it. So biosecurity remains the most important thing for producers to do, but certainly additional um, awareness and knowledge about the virus and how it might look is very important. And we continue to work with partners um, on the possible development of a vaccine. There's currently no vaccine, but we are working very closely um, with other um, partners to try to develop a vaccine. And hopefully in the near future, something like that might be available for producers as well. Well, Dr. Sifford, African Swine Fever Action Week is October 2nd through the 6th, but it's still a great message all year round to keep in mind. Any last messages that you have for farmers here in Western Illinois? Yeah, I appreciate um, that in Western Illinois, there uh, might be really good opportunities for different producers of different sizes. And so I think um, the big message is it doesn't matter if you're a large commercial operation or a small backyard operation um, or a hobby farmer or um, a show enthusiast. Any pig is susceptible and it's important for everyone to be vigilant and practice good biosecurity. Well, Dr. Sifford, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you so much.